Hello everybody, welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. I am Blue, that is Brad. Today we're going to be discussing. Hey, we're back after missing a week because my shit fucking broke. Yeah, well, Brad's shit broke and Canada decided that we didn't need internet anymore, so... I, I mean, I guess we were both broke last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so Rogers, who is um like one of the two biggest internet providers in Canada last week, crashed like all servers down across the board for an entire day, from like wee hours of the morning to late at night. Um, was was out, and it meant that like, like. Bell, the other major internet provider, was all of a sudden overrun by people using their internet. All of the small internet providers were just, like, losing their minds because they could not keep up with anything. Um, but, like, it was pretty dangerous for, for that time period because, like, 911 calls weren't going through because they're also a phone provider, right? So, mm. and, like, 911 calls weren't going through. Um, people couldn't connect to anybody else. Entire work systems were down. I'm fairly certain that certain hospitals didn't have internet because they used Rogers as a provider. Like it was a whole situation. So, um, and I happened to get called in on that, <laughs> that very day. Uh, cause yeah, I, I've picked up a job at a cafe over the summer and our cafe does not use Rogers internet. And so, um, uh, as being an internet cafe on a work day, where there is no internet for the vast majority of people and a lot of people work from home. Um, we were very, very busy. <laughs> I can believe that. Yeah, so, uh, that's why I wasn't around last week. And then Brad's computer and programs and all of that kind of stuff just decided that they were like, hey, if Blue's not going to be here, then we aren't either. So. So, <laughs> okay. So I, I realize now, looking back on it, that I'm a fucking idiot because mm. my microphones got picked up in literally every program except for Audacity. Audacity was the only one that refused to actually register my microphones. Funny story. I got halfway through recording that episode until I just so happened to look over onto my monitor and see that the wavelengths were tiny. And that's whatever I noticed that it was picking up my webcam. So I got like. 20 minutes into an episode oh. that I was going to make like 30 minutes. Like, mate, this was the most prepared I've ever come to do like a solo episode. Like, I made notes of every show I wanted to talk about. I made bullet points mm -hmm. for all of those. Like, I was prepared. Mm -hmm. And then, no, it just died. However, back to me being a fucking idiot. Every other thing that I use was picking up my microphones. Why didn't I just solo in Squadcast? Huh, Yeah. I, I again hindsight's 2020 so i realize now that i was an idiot for mm. how i handled that i should have actually used my brain a bit more but at that point i was just frustrated after losing a 20 minute recording that i was actually proud of yeah like it it takes a lot for i don't know how it is for you but i know for me like anytime i have to solo one of these like i'm never 100 percent happy no with how they too, turn out yeah. But I was very pleased with how that was working out. And then it just, uh. That's so sad. That's so sucky. When you get the, uh, the mental capacity again, you'll have to re-record it and, uh, add it on as a bonus episode or we can keep it secret for a time. And then whenever the internet decides to die again, <laughs> or we decide to just like need a break. 
Well, I mean, so the flip side of that is, is that the summer anime season has officially started up. So I'm watching a few things week to week. So should anything happen or should I just take a notion? I very well might do a summer watch list type Mm -hmm. thing and Mm -hmm. then just kind of go over things for, you know, just in case because of you picking up more shifts and then about to be going back to school and whatnot as well. It's highly probable that I might end up having to do another episode solo. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so finding finding <laughs> shit week to week to watch and then being able to talk about it really isn't that bad, mate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Devil's a part timer. <laughs> oh yeah, good. <laughs> that officially started back this week. Okay. I don't know how I feel because it's a different studio. It's not White oh. Fox, so it kind of makes me sad. I, didn't we talk about how it was supposed to be White Fox? I think we did. Yeah, it's not White Fox. So the animation style is weird. So I think once I get used to it, I probably won't have an issue with it. I'm enjoying the storytelling greatly. That's good. However, I've never seen it subbed. I have always watched it dubbed. Mm -hmm. So getting used to the characters is, um, it's a little bothersome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But also I refuse to fall behind because I love the show. So I will watch it week to week. And then whenever (laughs) it starts releasing dubbed, I will watch it week to week. Uh, yeah. oh. I'm excited to watch it. I just have to wait for all to be out because we know me. I don't. I don't watch uh, weekly. <laughs> we, we do know you. Yes. However, you know what you and I both know what? very well. What our topic this week? Yes, we do. Yeah, so we are covering a Doctor Stone OVA that I didn't know was a thing until you mentioned it. Well, you see, what happened was was I figured with you getting busy, I was like, hmm. You know, I realized you got halfway through that isekai, but then I figured you probably stonewalled halfway through it once the internet thing happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, you know, the, that happened. She's busy. I get it. All this other fun stuff. So I was like, what if we do a fun little thing where we scrap an isekai and we do a pseudo isekai in the form of the Dr. Stone re, uh, Ryuse? Dr. Stone OVA. <laughs> but oh, yeah. Uh, I, that's funny. Okay, so the vowels are different depending on. I, I thought it was pronounced Ryuse. That's what I but thought as well. Just the way that it's S U I. So it, everything that Sui. I've learned of yeah. Japanese Sui. tells me it should be Sui? Sui, yeah. Well, the the what I'm finding fascinating is that. It's looking like, am I, am I crazy? I could have swore um, they pronounced it Ryuse in the actual thing. Ryuse, too, so yeah. I'm... Okay, okay, okay. I figured out what the thing is, why we're confused. Uh-huh. Um, there's an alternate title that's spelt Ryuse S-E-I. So maybe that's where that came yeah, from. Yeah, so I think we've seen it spelt both ways whilst watching it and like around and about. And we're like, what is it? <laughs> yeah, so uh, that would explain why I have Ryuse in my brain. So you know what? We're going that. Because another thing. So to to those who have picked up on it, Blue and I have started using Squadcast to record our episodes. Because it just makes life editing and everything else just so much fucking easier whenever it actually works. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, with us actually using that, Squadcast has had pretty much an entire like relaunch, rebrand the whole nine yards. For one, their pricing is actually a whole hell of a lot cheaper mm-hmm. than it used to be, which is great because now I don't care to pay for it. Mm-hmm. 
But also, with that being said, they... I had a point with that. Mm -hmm. But then I had to make a joke, and then it just kind of died. Oh, anyway, so with the new setup that they made, they brought on the ability to, like, actually schedule shows and set shit up, and then, like, actually go into which show you actually want to do. So I was actually going through and trying to spell out the title for this, and I actually put Ryusei... With, like, R-Y-U-S-E-I. Because, again, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. So, seeing that you there instead of an E, I'm I'm very, very confused. Yeah, but it, yeah. When I'm on, when I go on Anime Planet, it has, uh, Ryusei, Ryusei, I don't know, with S-U-I, and then underneath alternate title, Dr. Stone, Ryusei, with S-E-I. So, I do think it is just we've seen it spelt different. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, were you say? Yeah. Anyway, so I thought it would be a good idea for us to cover this, because for one, Blue and I both enjoyed Dr. Stone, two, mm-hmm. I figured it would be easier on time schedules to be able to do it. But three, it also kind of brought forth with the news of season three has officially been announced for 2023. Yes. So, Dr. Stone coming very, very soon. But with that being said... This OVA was a fucking treat, mate. Yeah, yeah. So I do uh, have a, a teeny tiny little bit of background. It's really not much considering that it is just an OVA. But um, yeah, PG-13, which I believe is the same as all the others, came out July 10th of this year. Um, it is rated a 8.38 out of 10 on Anime Planet um, and a 8.43 out of 10 on my anime list with uh, not too, too many votes. I mean, that's, that's expected considering that... Um, uh, not only did it just air, but also it's an OVA. Exactly. That. However, the OVA is going to lead us directly into season three, so I'm kind of glad they kind of brought it forward because it kind of explained Ryusei and kind of brought him to the forefront of all of our minds going into it because he's going to be a pivotal character going into season three. Yes, yeah. So it's definitely a very um, character-establishing and storyline-establishing OVA. Uh, it does have a drop rate of 0.10%, um, but like I said, that's very, like, very few users have said, like, um added to that to give us that drop score so take that with yes. a grain of, grain of salt pinch of salt grain of rice what's the saying don't worry about me i'm fine grain um, of salt <laughs> i think i was right the first time yeah 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 you 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 were <laughs> <laughs> i just said grain of salt and i thought grain of salt thinks like i thinking of one grain of salt the grain didn't feel like the right word for a salt chip <laughs> you know what i mean like for a, for a, like a little cube of salt or like a one little I guess it is a grain of salt. Grain doesn't feel the right word for that. Uh huh. I mean, no, but no, now I, I'm thinking I, I get of where, I, yeah. I get where you're coming. I from. think of sand, and I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, I get the salt thing. But when I think of grain of salt, my brain goes to like you know barley and wheat and stuff, like other food, like actual grain. Yeah, and then I'm like, well, why is it? grain but then i get like grain of sand and i'm like okay i get the salt because like rocks you know but like salt is food in my brain not rock you know why is a food group and a unit of measurement named the same i don't know who knows can you tell we're tired yeah shattered completely knackered okay anyways it's fine (laughs) everything is fine so moving forward 
Yeah. Establishing plotline. It established the plotline. Well, we kind of already knew what the plotline was going to be for season three because they did kind of mention it at the end of season two. Like, we knew that we were going across to South America to try and get to the source of the explosion of what happened, the green light. Yeah, the petrification beam. Yeah. Um, So now it's pretty much just the, how did we get to that point? Because, so, spoiler chicken hats, let's just go ahead and throw those on for mm. a moment. So, the way that season two ends is you have the entire, like, Stone War arc. All of that goes down, everything gets done, they make a primitive cryo chamber, all that. And then, Senku is finally to the point to where he's like, alright, look. I want to get to the source of this, because if we can figure out the source of it, then we can figure out a way to mass undo all of this. Because at this point, yeah. they're out of revival fluid. They don't have a way to make any more, because one of the bastards destroyed the cave. I just don't fucking remember which one mm-hmm. it was. Because literally before Blue and I sat down to record this, I was talking about how I wasn't the most pleased with season two. It was still enjoyable. However, I feel like now I should be able to at least appreciate it more for what it was because they kind of built it up to be something completely different. (sighs) Anyway, so with all that being said, the second season ended with all of them on a boat. Yes. Yeah. So this is kind of like the in-between of, I guess, the final scene of season two. And what happened before it, it's how they get onto the boat, really, um, for the, the tease, I guess like the teaser of season three that ended at season two. Pretty much. Um, like this mm-hmm. was a really long teaser trailer, yet I'm very <laughs> pleased with a very yeah. long teaser trailer. Honestly though, honestly though. So we didn't get a new, a completely new OP, but we did get, like it is new. It's just not new, you know? Yes, it was a new variant of the original OP, which I will say made me very, very happy. Yeah, so it's uh, Good Morning, New World by Burnout Syndromes. It's the classic. It's when I hear it, I, I know Dr. Stone, like, it, they're connected. When I think of Dr. Stone, that plays through my brain, you know. This is, like, the epitome of Dr. Stone for me in music form. Oh, 100%. It's also the same group that did the ops for haiku mm-hmm. so you know we we enjoy some good burnout syndrome we do we do um so yeah this is it's a about a it's about an hour um long and yeah okay basic plot line it's very simple um they have to build a boat so they're do they have to find a captain for the boat who is ruse and then uh, they have to persuade him to be captain, and then progression happens from there. That's the basic storyline of the OVA. Um, and then shenanigans ensue, we gain currency, and we fly. Yes, that is... That <laughs> is as... Yeah. Yeah, that literally covers everything so they realize they need a captain they bring back ryusei ryusei is an incredibly wealthy incredibly spoiled ship captain but he is also like one of the most top-notch ship captains in the entire world yeah yeah they explain it as him being like um obsessed with boats but not like modern boats because that's the thing that they were they were contemplating and talking about which i actually found to be a very interesting point is that they were like but lots of people know how to like man ships but our best sailors right now are manning ships with 
technology involved, electricity and, you know, propellers and Mm -hmm. modern boats, right? And they're thinking of, you know, building a wooden ship with sails and uh, going across an ocean and they need someone who is experienced and and able to run a ship as opposed to like something more modern you know yeah so they bring back ryusei and he is just immediately going back to his old ways of being spoiled and so with all that being said they ask him to do it and they kind of explain how they're going to go about doing it and so he realizes that a ship like that is not going to be able to make it across the ocean on its own. So they're like, all right, what are we going to do? Oil. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, all right, you know what? I'll take you across the ocean, but I want all rights to the oil rig. To which they're like, okay. And then he's like, all right, I will sell you the oil. Then they're like, but wait, we don't have any money. So currency is created. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> from there, from there, shenanigans basically ensue because uh, all of a sudden people want currency, but they want currency in exchange for an oil that hasn't even been found yet. Um, and and so it's just basically a a, a process of trust, which I mean is how currency even is created to this day. Like our money, sh- like legally is able to be exchanged for gold because that's what it was it was an iou for gold paper Mm -hmm. money um and so i mean now that's like you can't do that anymore i think they've actually put it into legislation that like hey the money is valuable in its own right but originally paper money was a piece of paper to signify a weight of gold right yes well it depends on what your particular standard is on your currency because i know for the longest time the u.s was on the gold standard now i can't remember what the actual term for what we're on now Mm -hmm. but up until a certain point we were on the gold standard and it has been taken into consideration of potentially going back to the gold standard at some point Mm -hmm. but however a lot of that just depends on your legislation and how all of that is set up however you know what this did in a very hilarious light. What? It showed the ups and downs of capitalism in a very brilliant way. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's funny, actually, whilst watching this OVA, it's it's very much one of those uh, um, humans quickly revert back to what we know kind of situations. I remember watching it, and whilst I was watching, I was thinking, like, ah, you know, we're going to ruin the planet all over again, part two. I mean, pretty much. Like, the second currency got involved, everybody's like, all right, it's all about the money again. And how easily, how easily people can be manipulated by money. Like, damn. Yeah. And also, it's it's very interesting conversation to have about inflation, because they were they were basking in stacks of paper money that had just been printed when the money has literally zero value at this point. But then people were like, oh, we need 10,000. So he just prints more money because he's, he's the bank. Yes. Interesting. Sorry. Like, was- I, I love it so much. Like this came out at such an interesting time in current history because of everything that's going on in the world with inflation and everything else. Mm-hmm. So, my God, it is a brilliant version of satire to where if you need something to watch, 
please, please, please go check out this OVA. You will not be disappointed. If you enjoy Dr. Stone, you will be disappointed. Just, oh my God. Yeah, it's very fun. One thing I will say, okay, so story progresses. They then try and figure out a way to get oil. They kind of know where oil is. So then they go to go find it. But as they go to go find it, they realize that Senku's map in his brain does not match with the land 3,000 years later, right? And he uh, hypothesizes that it's because Mount Fuji has probably erupted five to six times throughout those thousands of years by this point, and the landscape has completely changed. So now they need to get a bird's eye view of the ground, thanks to Suika. We love Suika. Um, and the only way that they're going to do that is by getting up in the sky. I thought every single time I watched Dr. Stone, every single time, I always think, I know what they're going to build. This time I thought they're going to build a hot air balloon. I thought, no, every single time I've been so sure as to what they're going to build. I've been so wrong. They've gone like 10 steps further. So I was like, they're going to build some kind of plane. No, it was hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah, it, it was literally a hot air balloon. Yeah. And my God, that was a blast. Like finally seeing Yuzuriha being put to work in a brilliant way. Mm-hmm. And like seeing her particular skill set shine was absolutely brilliant. Seeing instead of Mecha Senku, we get Yuzuriha's craft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how excited she got over a loom. Like she thought she was going to get a little handheld loom, but nah. Uh-uh, yeah. that's not how they work. They made a giant fucking loom press, and I was like, yes! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was, it was really, really fun. And so they end up making rolls and rolls of fabric. Um, but all, not all of these rolls are thick enough and high enough quality to be used to make the hot air balloon. So they also end up having a fashion show because they also need to pay the workers that they have employed to make the fabric. And so, uh, they have a fashion show to, sell clothes and they create the first department store the senku department store so we've got ishigami village the senku department store and literally they have figured out a way to take all of the money away from you from ryusei and give it to them even though he's the one that actually prints the fucking money and he also bought all of the clothes (laughs) and i like how he realized it too he's like oh shit i know what i did after he had already bought all of those clothes (laughs) Yeah, uh, he's a very interesting character, and I'm going to enjoy the fact that he is, he's a, I feel like it's a theme throughout, um, Dr. Stone, but, uh, there are a lot of characters, this, uh, Ruse, <laughs> Ruse is one of them who are incredibly intelligent in their field, but very, very dumb in all other ways, and Ruse was manipulated several times throughout this OVA. Yes, and also, I think Gen overall, as a character, continues to show mm-hmm. strength as well, and also, like, a general <coughs> overview of psychology in the way that a lot of people, and especially people in power, kind of overlooking nations, kind of look at things. Yeah. Because a lot of really valid points were brought up in this, especially with, like, how if you give people the illusion of power, they are more than likely to go the way that you want them to go. Mm. And I was like... That is very fucking true. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that uh, Gen has a really, really interesting dynamic with Senku, because in my mind, he is Senku's true right-hand man, even though we also have Taijo and Chrome, who are like, they kind of give you the illusion of being Senku's right-hand man, but the person that Senku's 
constantly turns to for assistance is Gen, even though, you know, his childhood friend and then his other science buddy are around, they kind of get missions and then go off and do those missions. So I guess if this was like, I don't know, like, yeah, it's like he's, he, yeah, he delegates to Taiju and to Chrome, but to Gen, he relies on him. Yeah, because the, at the end of the day, we know that Sinku is extremely sentimental towards his friends, regardless mm. of how he looks at it. And that is essentially what Taiju and Chrome and Yuzuriha are, or they are like his best friends. Mm. However, his right-hand man is Gin, because Gin can be relied on for any and all, like, negotiation tactics. Like, Gin understands people, and, like, as a ruler of a country, uh, I put air quotes in that, even though you can't see that. But as a <laughs> ruler, like, you need somebody like that that understands people. Because Senku does not give a shit about anything but science whenever it comes to, like, what he wants to accomplish. Like, he will do whatever he has to by the means of science to accomplish what he wants. Mm -hmm. And whenever it comes to people, he doesn't have <coughs> the social skills for that. Mm -hmm. So that's what Gin is for. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, we do get some appearances from other beloved characters, like, uh, Kasuki, Old Man, and Kahaku. Um, they're not heavily prominent in it, but again, it's an OVA, so I'm not expecting every character to get their moment to shine. I, it's nice to see them in it. It's nice to, you know, you're like, oh yeah, it refreshes your memory, reignites the love that you have for those characters it's enough of a spark to get you interested in the next season and what their stories will be like but obviously there's no need to give everyone i feel like it would be way too crowded and just too much all at once if you gave everyone their 15 minutes during this uh but yeah we do get like little moments one thing i will say is there's a moment with kohaku where she is like hopping up a tree and to get the bird's eye view. And I did feel like in that moment specifically, and a couple of other small moments, the animation felt a little bit worse than I've seen it in Dr. Stone. And the reason why like, I'm like kind of apprehensive about saying this is because Dr. Stone has such a uh, high bar that they've set for themselves of animation quality that it's Normally, I wouldn't have brought this up, but because it's Dr. Stone, I do hold it to a higher standard. And there was a moment where I was like, oh, that seems not, like, the way that they've drawn it seems like it's not possible. Like, she's not landing on the branch of the tree when she's hopping up. Like, she's just, like, floating from one section to another. And it's already, you know, not believable because she physically cannot do that if it was real life but like there's a level of forgivability for that because it's it's anime but the way that they did it made it seem like it wasn't like even with anime physics it wouldn't work you know what i mean look okay how can you expect them to perfectly perfectly capture her flinging herself up a tree whenever they animated a cloud dragon yeah <laughs> I don't... That's where all the animation budget went. It went to the fucking Cloud Dragon. <laughs> I know, but I don't even really get the... I know I know that the Cloud Dragon is, like, mental. It's a dramatization. Yeah, like, it's I, not... I get it. it. I thought it was hilarious, honestly. <laughs> like, I 100% gave it a pass, because, like, this is dumb. I like this. <laughs> Just because, I mean, like, they literally are heading into the mouth of the storm. Yeah. So, therefore, why not just be like, oh... Is the dragon. 
Because that would be terrifying, going into that kind of a fucking storm. Like, that would be, like, literally going into the mouth of a dragon. Like, who knows what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah, I was a little bit... I mean, I think maybe my thing with the dragon was that they just kept it on too long. Because I was fine with the dragon when it first appeared and they had it in the first scene. I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, they're visually representing the terror of the storm. I get that. But then they have a whole conversation, they figure out how they're going to fix it, and I'm like, okay, cool, now they're going to go through this horrible storm and try and rise above it. I was not expecting the dragon to appear the second time, you know, to like, to be, to be referenced back to. Like, I was, I was thinking that, okay, they've established that this is how they're seeing the storm, they've established that this is what, like, the storm is, that the storm is bad, that it's not good, right? I, I, like, we've already got the visualization. I wasn't expecting them to maintain that visualization after, like, they'd now addressed the situation. They were working on a solution. They were figuring it out. And then I was expecting it to just be big, terrible storm. And the dragon was still there. And I was like, oh, okay, that was a choice. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how, it, like, I don't know if I feel negatively about it. I was just not what I was expecting. Yeah, I kind of get that. Cause I too, like, whenever they ascended out of it, I was like, Okay, yeah, that's just going to be a cloud now, but no, they kind of stuck with it, which yeah. it it was a different director, this go-around. Mm-hmm. Like, it was written by the same individual that wrote the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. However, different director. So, at this point, I blame the CGI Cloud Dragon on the new director, because obviously that was their call to make. Therefore, they're to blame. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, yeah, so my message to a director, to that director who's never going to hear this, so it doesn't really matter either way, but you know, um, would be less Cloud Dragon, more focus on animation, please. Thank you. And this is coming from Blue, not me. Normally I'm the picky bitch when it comes to animation. Yeah, <laughs> the art style is still fantastic throughout this show, though. I think um, that Rusei is a fantastic addition to the character lineup. I think he fits right in. I think he's distinguished enough as a character to be uh, visually different, which is very hard to do considering the amount of, you know, male characters that we have that have to look primitive. You know, they don't have a lot of fashion choices that they can necessarily go with to mm. change things up. Um, but he has a very distinguished look. Um, and I've also, I also noticed that in the crowd of like people, and whenever they show crowds of people, those people are also fairly distinguished and different. Like obviously they're still a crowd, so they're less detailed, everything like that. But, but they, there's a really good job of making interesting dynamic characters in a consistent art style with very limited palettes of what they can do because they're stuck in this box of having it of it having to be primitive hemp designs you know yeah yeah that's kind of everything i wanted to say i mean that that really is pretty much everything like if you take anything out of this go watch the fucking ova if you haven't like without a doubt it is 100 percent worth your watch you will laugh i almost cried Mm. whenever old homie was talking about yeah. like the marvels of stuff and like how emotional he got that got me emotional mm-hmm. i was yeah. like dude is right yeah that was definitely a, a moving scene yeah so it it was brilliant for an ova it went above and beyond anything that it could have asked to do i would consider this like a feature film almost yeah, definitely. It, I mean, it is a short film, but it really does give short film vibes as opposed to an OVA. Um, yeah, because your I, typical OVA is like a beach episode. 
Agreed. Like, not, yeah. not this shit. Like, this shit was excellent. So I, I 100% cannot complain whatsoever yeah. with mm-hmm. how it all worked out. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think that you should check this out. I think if you, um, uh, if you like the first and second season of Doctor Stone, if you, like, I want to get hyped for the third season. I would recommend watching it now. If you feel like holding off and then watching it in the the coming weeks up to the third season when that's about to be released, make sure you don't forget put a note in your phone or something. But um, I would also do that as well. I like the idea of like hyping yourself up before a third season drops. Um, and this is a great way to do that. So whether you want to do that now or hold off on a bit for when the third season is about to drop next year, then maybe give that a go. But I liked it. I think it's it definitely kept... It's definitely reaffirmed Stonewall, uh, Doctor Stone as being a place in my brain of like having a, a full file in the filing cabinet to itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, uh, uh, I've always liked Doctor Stone. This has really solidified it in my brain of being something to watch out for next year. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things to where <laughs> whenever you watch an entire new anime on a weekly basis, like we do, shit mm-hmm. has a tendency to get buried very yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't tell with our end of year episodes, like whenever we're going through everything and like trying to rank things and piece shit together, there's shit that we just completely forget about. Yeah. Like, oh, we actually covered that to where Dr. Stone is one of those that has earned its place, like in our annals of definitely being worth remembering. Mm-hmm. And so this just kind of brought it back to the forefront, and especially with the news of it releasing next year, I would say probably spring, if I had to take a guess. Mm-hmm. So it just gives us something to look forward to for next year. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's been full animes that we have watched, covered, released an episode on, edited the episode. We get to the end of the year to do our end of year reviews, and neither of us can remember a single thing about it. Yep, like, it's it's wild whenever shit like that happens. Yeah. And yet, regardless of what the show meant to us at the time, like by the time it's all said and done, it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like we should add that to a category this year for our anime awards is, um, least memorable. Yeah. Most forgettable. <laughs> yeah. Which one did we, did we forget that we covered? Do we have oh. zero memory on? And what we could do is while we're recording the episode, we could uh, open the page for it on my anime list and see if we can jog our memory and be like, oh, that's what that is. Yeah, that one, that one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can already, I can already see a couple so far this year. So yeah, yeah. that's definitely something we could do. Yeah. So with all of that being said, what do you give it? Oh, um, I haven't actually gone back and looked at what I scored the first and second season of Dr. Stone, so I don't know. I think you gave the first one a 10. I think you gave the second one like a 9 or, <coughs> or 9.5, if I yeah. just had to take a guess. Yeah, I feel like, looking back on it, I feel like I might adjust those scores now in memory. I still think the first season is is very, very high, but I've been a lot more critical. The more anime I watch, the more critical I get. I feel like that's just a fair thing for people, you know, the more you watch, the more you expose yourself to it, the more you're like, eh, it's not as good as something else, you know? Podcast brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. So I can't score this one a 10. I know I can't because I am not a huge fan of the, uh, some of the movement of animation throughout it and I didn't really care for, I mean, uh, yeah, the dragon just ruined my immersion. A couple of little things also ruined my mind. I feel like that's the biggest thing 
that I prioritize these days is how invested am I in the moment in the anime? Like, how many times do I, am I consciously aware of my surroundings versus being completely captured by the anime, you know? Yeah. And I did get my immersion ruined a couple times throughout seeing this. So I'm going to put it at like an eight, seven and a half, eight. I feel like I'm kind of around there. Like, I'm definitely hyped for the next season. The hour went by very quickly. I got to the end of the episode and I was like, oh my God, that was an hour already. Um, I also was kind of disappointed by the hot air balloon in a way because, like, the whole point about Doctor Stone is that they do way over your expectations, and they just kind of met my expectations this time. I mean, not gonna lie, as far as logic goes, though, it was brilliant to go that route. Yeah, I mean, it makes obviously sense. none of them can be a fucking pilot, but they built a light bulb in the first season that worked, you know. But, again, they used the last of their revival fluid to get a ship captain. Therefore, they didn't have an option for a pilot, whereas a hot air balloon, obviously, Homie had the ability to do that. So I think from a logical perspective, they did the best they could with what they had. But they could have made a biplane, at least, or a glider. Glider wouldn't get done what they needed to get done unless they were going to jump off of Mount Fuji. I don't know. I don't. They could have scienced it away, explained it. I don't care. So for somebody that was just complaining about having their immersion ruined, you're asking to have your immersion ruined. I know. I know. I I don't know. It's just. I think that's the thing. It's just that like I think I think small when I first watched like for the first two seasons I thought small. I thought they're gonna do this. They're gonna do this. They're gonna do this. And they blew my mind every single time. This time I was like. I'm going to think bigger, and then I thought too big, and now I'm sad about it, you know? Now, now don't don't let that subvert your expectations for season three. Definitely, definitely set your bar high for season three. Yeah, yeah. I know, I'm, I'm, I hope they show more of the building of the ship. I don't know if they actually will, because... I think they should, because they yeah. didn't really get that far. No, because that's the thing, is like, at the end of season two, they were already on the ship sailing. Like, I mean, I know it was like a, a, like a prelude or whatever. Like, it was, it was a hint of what was to come. But I want to see them build the ship. Yeah. And I think we will get more of that, especially considering it's going to be like a sail petroleum hybrid. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have to do something to like show more of that process. So I think we'll get it. I think we'll definitely get more for sure because they're not (laughs) ones to leave out the science for things. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, what do you rate it? I give it a nine. Ooh, ooh, high school. It's not perfect by any means, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I laughed my ass off with a lot of the gags in this. Like, it was stupid, it was hilarious. Just purely for the amount that I laughed, it gets an eight, and then we got the original OP back, but different in a way that just still hit the feels just right, so I was like, fuck it, it gets a nine. Hmm, interesting. Also, the fact that it literally almost had me on the brink of tears. Like, I was like, good for you, Dr. Stone, making me feel things. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. It was a fun time. I really enjoyed it. Solid nine. Yep. Is that everything? That's that's all I got. 
Cool. All right. You can find us on all of our socials linked somewhere. Um, probably BNB Anime, Blue Lavender, Brad Carter Gaming, wherever you can find all of your shit. I can assure you, you'll find us there. We have a website, www.bnbanime.com, where you can find all of our information and entire backlog of all of our shows, friends of the podcast, links to anywhere and everywhere you can find us. YouTube is youtube.com forward slash BNB Anime where you have an entire catalog of our videos with fancy thumbnails. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, you're a week behind. So get your shit together. You should totally go check us out at all of our other platforms like Spotify and Apple and all those other things. If you want to catch us a week early. Yeah. That's Outside it? of that, we <laughs> we're coming back to trapped in a dating sim next week because it, again, we got pushed off track a little bit. We did. We did. So that's going to be an exciting one. And, um, yeah, I'm probably going to rewatch you from the beginning and, and go on through. So up, up to the point that you watched, what do you think so far? Uh, I'm liking it so far. I, I don't want to give away too many spoilers for the next episode, but yeah, I think, I think next episode's going to be a good one. So keep your ears out. Yeah. So look forward to that. But until then, we'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.